Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And we are just about four hours away. Think of this as kind of your pregame show. And then you can go watch the game on Fox this evening. I uh, I mean, this, these are exciting times as postseason baseball returns to Arlington, Texas. The roof will be closed tonight. Major League Baseball makes that decision. Pretty nice night in the DFW area. I don't totally know. think it looks beautiful when it's open. But their roof status is closed. Will it be louder with it closed? Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe so. And uh, everything is uh, player intros. 6.46 tonight. National Anthem, 6.50. Ceremonial first pitch um, at 6.54. Former Rangers playoff pitcher John Burkett will deliver the first pitch to Mark McLemore, the Minister of Defense. Doctor, the Doctor Defense used to call him Mark McLemore. That'll happen at 6.54. First pitch is slated for 7.07 this evening. We'll all gather around, watch it on Fox, or we'll be there. I think Drake is planning to attend as... Uh, in fact, he may be making his way there as we speak. Drake, can you hear us? Can you hear us? We've got a long signal that stretches out toward Arlington. And uh, when it's a little, well, they get a little cloudy earlier. I was looking out, it's a little cloudy. Boy, that thing will bounce right into the Metroplex, the signal. Now, I love, even during just ran- random regular season games, I love a good lineup. But when you get in the postseason, it becomes a bigger deal, all right? And Orioles and Rangers, Orioles come in a desperate team. They're going to have to take these two and try to force a game five. Uh, And, you know, tonight, certainly if they could pull this thing off, it would – start to put a little pressure on the Rangers. Right now, Rangers feeling great about things. Teams that win the first two and these best-of-five series, really even best-of-seven, but a lot of these best-of-five uh, almost always go on to win it. Sadly, Aaron, I was looking back, uh, one of the last times, or maybe the last time it, they didn't do it, was the Rangers against Toronto 2015 I was on the radio in Dallas we were doing the all the shows from out there at the ballpark Rangers go 2-0 go up 2-0 over the Blue Jays in the series let's pray that something like that does not happen now Rangers lineup 
for tonight. Simeon batting leadoff as always. Seeger batting second. Mitch Garver will remain in the three-hole after his uh, after his grand slam the other day on Sunday. He's DHing. Adolis Garcia will bat cleanup. Evan Carter, the rookie, uh, at uh, in left field, he's get batting fifth. Jonah Heim, <clears throat> the catcher, sixth. Nathaniel Lowe, first baseman, seventh. Um, your third baseman, Young, batting eighth. Leody Tavares playing center field is uh, batting ninth. Aaron, I got no issue there. I mean, I, I, I early in this in this uh, postseason, Bochi was loving Grossman's versatility as a switch hitter in the three hole. I think he's decided, hey, Mitch is going to give you more pop. And even though Mitch cooled off a little bit in that last week of the season, hitting the grand slam. I mean, right now, Boch seems to be pushing all the right buttons. Avaldi on the mound for the Rangers. And we will have a first pitch in the other game. And, man, I'm so – it's I love watching baseball, talking baseball. Uh, first pitch in the uh, Houston-Minnesota series is about to happen. All right? And that will be over on Fox as well. I like that, Aaron, a Fox daytime game. The Astros, they go to Minnesota with that, that series tied up at one. I think we all thought, oh, are we about to see the Rangers and the Astros in the ALDS? And Twins may have a little something to do with that. Um, amazing stuff in that Phillies-Atlanta game last night as um, Phillies. Oh, my gosh. The double play, Aaron, <laughs> just like you, <laughs> just like you draw it up with um, the, and I guess that was was that Bryce that got caught over off uh, first base there. Yes. Um, uh, the shot to the wall, gorgeous play made back there, and then they double Bryce Harper off first base. Aaron, who was that on the catch? Do you know off the top of your head? I, I'm, uh, al- I'm pr- almost yeah. certain it was Harris that made the catch. <clears throat> okay. I'll double check. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. What a deal. And that's how the game ended. And, man, it looked for all the world. Phillies, I was kind of monitoring that game. Phillies were up 4 nothing at one point. Uh, here come the Braves. And uh, and then they just make that incredible play in the outfield. Um, the relay throw, Aaron, wasn't great. I mean, he, he got the ball in quickly, but it gets through the infield. But I guess that's the third baseman over there backing up the play. And it, he just he fielded the, the throw. It went past the – it went through the cutoff, man. But it got to – I think it was the third baseman, makes a beautiful play, backs up the play, and throws it over to first. And that is how the thing ends. And this was in Atlanta, so uh, that was great. And it was. Philly, 
Oh, uh-huh. so, sorry, it was Michael Harris that made the catch. Okay. So it, it went from Nick Castellanos with a two-run game-winning winning walk-off home run to the Phillies losing. <laughs> it's just amazing. Isn't Castellanos that guy that we always <laughs> – it's like the running joke. It's a deep drive or whatever that you remember after what's-his-name got in trouble, the announcer, uh, Castellanos. Every time I hear that name, I think of that where he was making his apology for something horrible he said the previous inning. Remember that, Aaron? And, and as he's making the apology. He said something said, else? He's, huh? He said something uh, else during no, the apology? No, no, no. Oh. You've, you've heard this a bunch, I promise. He, was, he had said something awful that got hurt on the mic. Oh. And so he's in the middle of this long apology, and, and he stops in the middle of his apology, and he goes, it's a deep drive. Castellanos. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. run or whatever. <laughs> and so every time Castellanos does something, pretty much everybody thinks of that. Right. Um, yeah, uh, that was Tom, that was, uh, Tom Brenneman is who that, uh, who that broadcaster was, spelled T-H-O-M like Tom. All right, Atlanta wins that one 5-4. And then I was up watching Diamondbacks and Dodgers and the Diamondbacks get it done there uh, out in Dodgers land and uh, take a 2-0 lead in that one. I mean, baseball's funny because, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think some of these places have bigger uh, home field advantages than others. I, I will say with Houston now having to go to target field in a 1-1 series, yikes. That is... That's going to be interesting. That game's uh, that game's rolling in the top of the first, and um, and uh, the uh, uh, Houston already has somebody on base. So we'll keep you uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Aaron, can we can we go to that like our live look-ins? I kind of like to, <laughs> we can't I'd do like the Astros just, like we. <laughs> uh huh. What well, don't we? We used to run the Astros and the Rangers, didn't we? Wasn't there a time? couple years ago? Would, I think yeah. Uh huh. Is it too late for us to try to do that again? Okay, the uh, the Avaldi uh, tonight, Avaldi's uh, ERA in the uh, in the playoffs so far, the postseason, one thirty five ERAs, one to know with eight strikeouts. Now, going up against Aaron uh, Kramer, Dean Kramer. 27-year-old righty, um, this year 13-5, and five, won a bunch of games, 4-1-2 ERA, all right, 4-12 ERA, and for his career, he's got about a 4-35 ERA, he's going to look at his, he's going to look at his splits a little bit and see kind of what he's what he's done lately. Let's see. Last seven games. This guy's from Stockton, California. Aaron, do you ever do you ever stop and just look at where people are from and realize that like all of baseball came from like Stockton, California? <laughs> there's just or so like Ladewater, Florida. Yeah, yeah. They all come from like I mean, there's a thousands of these guys and they all they all come for I don't know how many are on each roster, but I'm talking about when the, you include the minor leagues, and so many of these guys come from Stockton or places like that. Um, 
his last seven games, this is who the Rangers are facing. Um, 2-0 and with a 2.60 ERA. If you go back 15 games, to give you a little more of a sample, 5-1 and with a 3.09 uh, ERA. And I'm trying to find any possible holes. He will walk you a little bit. And Rangers showed the other day they love to take a good walk. Um, and, of course, we're one of the great Rangers affiliates uh, right here at ESPN Central Texas and uh, love following these Rangers as game three of the ALDS. Um, his last time out, he pitched, uh, golly, it's interesting that it's been, let's see, he pitched against Boston. I guess, I'm just trying to, I guess he has not been, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how Dean Kramer, uh, how he goes. So we'll, uh, we will keep our eye on that situation as uh, playoff baseball returns to the Metroplex and, uh, the Rangers and um, again the roof will be closed I I don't know about that decision because it's it looks like a pretty nice night but it's uh I do think it'll be incredibly loud uh, and some people are sort of claiming that boy they could make this perhaps one of the loudest you've ever heard in the postseason I will see the other thing, Aaron, that will continue, and feel free to bring, uh, if we can do it, bring our next guest out to some Creed music because uh, the uh, Rangers are jumping all over this. The Rangers started listening to Creed in the clubhouse. It apparently kind of turned things a- around for them uh, late in the season. And um, the Texas Rangers uh, Twitter account, put something out there a few hours ago, Aaron, just said, welcoming Creed to the fan base with arms wide open. Creed, the band uh, from the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, said, let's go Rangers, let's go. All right. <laughs> let's see, Aaron, what the Creed, what a, a Creed, how much, how many would you guess the official Twitter page of Creed. How many followers do you think they have? I'm going to guess 2 million. Whoa. You guessed way high. Oh, okay. 90,000. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess I'm thinking of Spotify, but that. Yeah. But I, Spotify they're, listens, they're, but that's not even close to, I guess, <laughs> what. They're, they, they, uh, they're only following three accounts. The Creed. <laughs> Let's see who they're oh, they're following Scott Stapp, who's the lead singer. <laughs> lead singer of the band. Ooh. Scott Phillips, the drummer. And then uh uh Mark Tremonti. Whoa, whoa. He is also All a musician. Right. I can't remember for who. Yeah, yeah, I think he's been in Creed as well. Um, what do we have? We got some the breaking news sounder. What do we have here? 
Jose Abreu with a three-run home run, and uh, Sonny Gray is getting lit up in the first inning. It's already four to nothing, Astros. Man, I was really, I was really hoping to just kind of sit back and do the show while watching the game. And uh, oh, Astros. I forgot. Yeah. No, 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 you're fine on that front. I'm just saying I was hoping oh, I for a you, yeah. nice, long, you know, competitive, competitive. game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is uh, going the way of like a Cowboys 49ers game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of the Cowboys, John Mashoda from The Athletic, the vaunted uh, beat writer uh, of the Cowboys is going to join us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you are stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your logged miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit Waco-Texas.com forward slash Walk Waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. Family owned and operated, LV Auto Repair goes the extra mile to make sure the job is done right the first time. LV Auto Repair services all makes and models, and they specialize in air conditioning service, suspension repair, brakes, cooling systems, transmission, and total engine replacement. They will perform a complete diagnosis of your problem so you will know how much the repair will cost before they even turn a wrench. Open six days a week, including Saturday, 8 until 1. LV Auto Repair, 1000 North Loop Drive, Waco, 254 235 3885. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. 
We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Financed elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around, check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night home football games, are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audios, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas and... uh, I uh, man, this is uh, this is fun. Uh, we got ba- playoff baseball getting ready to go. Uh, John Mashoda joining us now. Uh, John, you're a you're of an age where Creed, the band Creed, might have uh, been exciting to you. The Rangers have claimed Creed is kind of their official band, and they've played a lot of their music. And suddenly, we're hearing. A lot of Creed music. Does that do anything for you, um, a man like yourself who spent so much time growing up in Michigan, the mean streets of Detroit? Does Creed get you fired up at all? Not, not really. When I think of Creed, um, I think of that halftime show that they did for the Cowboys and um, and how there's a lot of people that would like to see them come back and do another one of those Thanksgiving halftime shows. But I'm not down on them. Like, I know a lot of people are critical of them or Nickelback and some of these other bands. But, uh, uh, no, can't say I was ever a huge fan. Was that was that, that show where some, somebody was kind of flying around there? He was in a – the lead singer was in a Cowboys jersey, and then they had some, some acrobats doing some things all around them. Yeah, that was that was the one, and um, I'm not sure if it was Yahoo Sports, but there was some website, sports website, in the last few years that went ahead and and uh, put Jerry Jones's face on the on the acrobat um, going through the air and kind of redid that with like Jason Garrett as being the lead singer, and uh, it's one of my favorite videos uh, and one of my favorite things that's ever really been created with the internet. Oh, man, that sounds like something you might uh, reissue there on the Athletic X site, the Twitter 
formerly known as Twitter. I'd like to see you get involved in that. Now, boy, the Cowboys are reeling. I had to almost laugh out loud at Jerry being asked five games into the season if he'd consider a change at play caller because, hey, hey, why not? Just let Schottenheimer blow this thing up and let Shotty get in there and call some plays. I mean, I know it's bad. But but and, and we've heard kind of everything. But did that did did that give you a little bit of a giggle? The fact that it's so bad that apparently Jerry's being asked if he might turn to Schottenheimer as the play caller. I mean, not that. I mean, you can ask whatever you want. I think one of the things you need to factor in with Jerry Jones is that I don't really think there's ever a bad question at Jerry because he's so. Um, He's not even candid, but he's candid at times, but it's also that he's just so willing to answer anything without saying a no comment or, uh, you know, basically to shut it down like most people would, especially in his position. So it's like, why not throw stuff out there? Because who knows what he might respond with. Um, But I do think it it would be way too early. That would be uh, really signaling panic and that um, that I just think it would be an awful time to try and make that type of change right now. Yeah, did you see those shots of him on TV? He almost seemed like had that um, a look of amusement late in that game. He's over there trying to call plays. I mean, imagine that you've got Rush in there, you're down thirty-five ten or forty-two ten or whatever, and you're over there and you're the play caller, and you're trying to help Cooper Rush finish out that game. There was just almost to me a look of like. I don't know if it was a sarcastic type grin, but Mike had to be sitting over there like, what in the world have I gotten myself into here? It's interesting you say that because I know you'll you'll understand this, but when those games you know start getting in that direction, you're yeah. not really even watching a lot of them like late in the third, fourth quarter because you're writing. Because you're just like, well, there's I don't yeah. even really pay attention. I can start working on my story right now so I can go down to the locker room and get quotes to plug into the story. And so you're not watching it as closely. So a lot of times I like to go back and watch the game like the next day or two. And I haven't yet. But I'm, I'm interested to see that because, yeah, I, there was a part of me when we were going down on the, on the elevator. At, you know, it was pretty early in the fourth quarter where I was thinking – the Niners could just sit there and just kneel the ball on every one of their possessions right now and just really stick it to the Cowboys in just an embarrassing fashion where they're just like, we know that you guys aren't going to come down here and score, so we're just going to kneel it three times. We're just going to put it back to you, and, and, and good luck with whatever you guys are doing. I mean, it just it looked that lopsided watching that game. And, and to be honest with you, if this was like, you know, you know, early 90s or even before, you know, I, I get it. There wasn't the parody that there is in the NFL today, but – the parity that there are that there is in the NFL today, like I, I don't even know if the worst team in the NFL should look as bad as the Cowboys did against the 49ers Sunday night. It was kind of a smirk. It was that's what you'd call it. Kind of a smirk over there, like I cannot believe I'm having to do this. Uh, John Machoda from the Athletic on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, John, will you this is a Cowboys off day, certainly not an off day for you. But will you you love a good live event? I mean, in playoff baseball, to me, would be right up your alley. Uh, will you take this in from the couch, or will you be out at Globe Life with those forty six thousand screaming fans? And they're gonna they're gonna put a couple of thousand extra obstructed views. 
Uh, how are you? How are you planning to handle this uh, this playoff baseball? I, I don't think I'm going to make it out there for this game. I'm definitely going to uh, try to with one of the future ones. I would okay. really like to go to a Rangers Astros, uh, you know, ALCS game. But uh, <laughs> you'll enjoy this. So there have been a few games in the last year or two when I've gone out there. <laughs> And uh, it's been like a regular season game. Go out there with some friends. You're kind of killing some time. The game isn't that interesting. And I will say there are some very bad obstructed view seats in that stadium, uh, mainly because uh, they're behind the foul pole. And the foul pole has, uh, you know, Louisiana hot sauce written on it. So you can't even see through the foul pole. So there's some real, uh, for a new stadium, kind of suspect, like, why was the seat even put here type thing? Uh, yeah. So I'm interested to see if they really do sell out all those because I get it for an ALCS or and obviously a World Series, but it, it made me think, uh, you know, during that regular season, how many people are really sitting back here where you're just sitting there to say that you were in the stadium? So, um, hey, I get it. There's Rangers fever around here. I'm sure people will take whatever they can get. Yeah. Now, not not tonight, but I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get there for one. You're on a, a major Rangers affiliate now, one of the great Rangers affiliates in the country, all right? And so, boy, the fans there. And, boy, the Astros used to run the Astros, too, um, in our market. And, uh, yeah, it, that would be that'd be a lot of fun. Now, what did you uh, – Jerry was going to race to Dak's defense. I mean, that was the easiest one to call ever, right? Because when he's bad and when he throws three picks – and when all of America's talking about, is this guy really that good? And Brock Purdy plays great. You know Jerry has to immediately, without even being prompted, is going to say, that, you know, I believe in us because I believe in the quarterback. John, when you saw that, did that did you chalk it up as like, well, just bad again, bad game? Or, or do, you, do you feel like you got to start kind of thinking about – I mean, is this the guy you're going to do another huge contract with? I mean, you, right now I would say, sure, the Cowboys are still going to do that. But in the back of their minds, when they see that, they've got to be thinking, do we really want to do another, like, four- or five-year deal and go up to about 45 to $50 million a year with this guy? Oh, they have to be thinking about that because I, I don't think it can even be 45. I think if that you're extending it – to another, you know, like you said, four or five year deal. I think it's, I think it starts at 50. And so then, no, they absolutely have to be considering that. Um, mm. And it's not just because of this one game. I mean, anyone can have a bad game. It's the really, to me, you know, Dak started over a hundred NFL games and I would say three of his worst and maybe even arguably his three worst have come in their last eight games. It's, it's this one. It's the game in January against the Niners. And then it's the one that ended the regular season at Washington uh, last year. So you're coming off of – you're now with three of your worst games in the last eight. And, you know, you've been an NFL starter for eight years. I mean, that, that shouldn't be happening. And um, that's with two different offensive coordinators. You know, they went out in the offseason, got Brandon Cooks. He hasn't been really anything uh, in terms of making an impact, uh, getting the ball. And then you finally have – you know, your best starting offensive line. That's the thing with covering the Cowboys sometimes, and maybe just because I'm covering this team and I don't notice as much with other teams, but I just feel like we over-saturate the, the, the uh, argument of, oh, well, this player's out or this player's out, and it's just like almost like you're like, well, does everything have to be perfect for the Cowboys to win these big games? And, you're, mm-hmm. and you look at a game like that, and you're like, well, everything was there. They finally had the starting offensive line. Tony Pollard's healthy. Dak's healthy. 
They got CD. They got Cooks. Michael Gallup's two years removed from the knee injury. They really like this Ferguson kid a lot. You know, you you found a kicker when that seemed like that would be a big question mark. You got the best defense you've had in, in, in probably since the 90s. Like, there's really no excuses left. And then you go and have a performance like that. So, no, Jerry can't say anything else than he did on the radio. I mean, it's five weeks in. You can't sit there and talk about how, oh, I don't know if this is the guy. That would make yeah. no sense. You know, um, so he can't say anything else. But, yeah, there's no question he has to be thinking about that uh, uh, pretty seriously right now of, you know, maybe we just play this out. You know, it's going to be a $60 million cap hit next year, but maybe that's just what we got to do because um, we can't commit that amount of money if we don't know for sure uh, that this is going to be our guy for the next four or five, six years. And you can't help but watch Purdy and just, and just, and, and you think, well, is it the coaching? And, and I'm sure that has something to do with it, but he's ripping the ball down the field. I mean, let's not act like he's just only a bus driver quarterback. I mean, it's it's now two straight performances, playoff games, where the 49ers have had the upper hand in all areas, but certainly at quarterback has to be one of them. And that has to irritate Jerry to no end because they're getting this from Purdy. And what are the jokes that he has a roommate and he still drives some old car uh, and he's making what? Uh, a minimum... Like about eight fifty, about eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars, and Dak's making forty million. I mean, you just can't help. Jerry, it's got to be like you said in Jerry's uh, mind. Now, Parsons. Well, hold on, real quick, Matt. Matt, yeah. real quick. You used yeah. the word irritate. I honestly think that could be fuel to the fire with Jerry, thinking that hey, we found our last two starting franchise quarterbacks as an undrafted guy in Tony Romo, as mm-hmm. a fourth round pick in Dak. Look at what this team's doing. Maybe we do uh, take take a shot on some other guy. Maybe he thinks it's Trey Lance. I don't I don't think he should think that way, but he might. Where he's preparing that maybe that's the direction they go in um, with their with their next quarterback. And to be honest with you, I don't think anybody the 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 person that knows the least amount of, about the NFL to whoever knows the most of all. No one can predict what a, what a quarterback is going to be 100 percent of the time. And when you see a Brock Purdy like that have the success he has, or obviously like a Tom Brady it shows you that you don't necessarily always have to trade the three, four first-round picks to get the number one overall pick or a top-five pick. And I will always wonder how much that plays with Jerry, especially coming off of having Romo and now having Dak, of maybe we can find that guy again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, late in the draft or, um, you know, something like that. And, and that can be a scary place to be, too, because that can also end up, you know, getting you in that spot where you were between Aikman and then Romo, where you're just – it's a revolving door, and, and that's not the answer either. Be careful being too critical of Dak. I, I notice there's local media folks who get really caught up, and then they critique anybody who says, like, some. there was some announcer out there from San Francisco who basically their their analysis was, well, Dak sucks or something, or he, you know, he's not. Yeah, it was Dante Whitner. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and uh, and our, our man Clarence, I think, kind of went at him. Hey, you can't. I, I, again, I did not know Clarence. I, we, we're great friends with Clarence, but uh, the decorum of Clarence to tell per- somebody what they can and cannot say about a player, that is interesting. And uh, so I bet Tony Romo wishes we were a little kinder to him back in the day or were this defensive um, of some of his play. So anyway, just uh, I, I've just noticed that when, man – I think there's very legitimate grounds to criticize this quarterback 
but some of the media gets really uh, protective and kind of circles the wagons around him. And uh, it's just something we have to kind of keep an eye out for. Now, what do you think um, about uh, Micah Parsons, this thought that he could have to go back with Vander Esch pro- probably out for a while and play off the ball? In some ways, this takes him a little bit out of the pass rush mix where he's such a feared player. I guess in some ways, maybe it could create some interesting matchups. What do you what do you kind of think about that? Because, of course, Micah didn't have his normal type performance the other night against the 49ers. That would be different to see him back off the off the ball like uh, like he hasn't been in a long time. I mean, if it's going to be to give him maybe 10, 15 snaps that he's going to be at linebacker as opposed to on the defensive line, I can somewhat understand that. But if it was to make him only a linebacker, that wouldn't make any sense to me because then you're taking a guy from a position in an area on the field where he's great to one where I think he's very good. Um, but what he's doing on the on the defensive line is the type of stuff that if he stays healthy could get him in the ring of honor. I, I don't know where he would rank as the linebacker, but it's not anywhere on that level of what he is as an edge rusher. So if it allows Dan Quinn to mix things up a little bit more, and, and, and yeah, maybe there's, you know, like I said, 10 plays where he's using him as a traditional linebacker more than he was, then I can understand that a little bit. But taking him away from near the line of scrimmage, to me, man, that that sounds like a dream if I'm an opposing team's offensive coordinator. I love hearing that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's a good idea, Dan. Do that. Move him back there more. That's a, that's that's what you should do for sure. Uh, he's just such a terror. I mean, I know he didn't have the you know this, this great game against the Niners, but um, that's uh, – <laughs> I don't care what he did against the Niners. He's one of the top ten, top five most valuable players in this league, and and, and he's like that because of the fact that he's rushing the passer. So uh, if this is like some type of a move for the next four or five games where he's playing more linebacker than edge, uh, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Wasn't that funny to think of like two West Coast-type you know, coaches that have kind of come from similar roots and backgrounds in the whole San Francisco, Bill Walsh, and, like, look at how different they looked. I mean, Cowboys are just three and out, Bill, all game. And San Francisco's, like, throwing slants to the fullback and, and, and just running all kinds of stuff. Iuke's just running wide open through the defense. I mean, it, it just it, – it, it's kind of wild, isn't it, to think sometimes, well, these guys come from similar backgrounds, but then for think, for those offenses to look – so different uh and then collinsworth to say well dak's still young in this offense and he said they they hadn't installed the seven the seven seven yard drop or the excuse me the seven step drop yet in the new texas coast offense so um feel free to use that john in your writing that the cowboys have yet to put that seven step drop in once they do that dak may be okay yeah, uh, I'll I'll keep that one in the bag. I'm gonna keep my eyes over for that one. I think that yeah, yeah that could made, that could have probably made the difference uh, Sunday night. It is interesting though watching that Niners team because they do a lot of that stuff. You know, people call it eye candy, and they yeah. do a lot of those things offensively. That you know, I mean, it looks like you know a really well oiled machine, and that they're on the the top and the cutting edge of what you do offensively, and they are. But make no mistake about it. I don't know if there's a tougher team in the NFL. I mean, they 
they they lay the wood, man. Like that is not a that is not a finesse team that just oh we're gonna spread you out, we're gonna just try and outscore you on the scoreboard. I mean, they punch you in the mouth too. So I mean, they got they got both sides of it going for them, and they got it from their best players. I mean, that's a very well constructed team from top to bottom. So. Um, I think they can win a, in a variety of ways, and mm-hmm. uh, as long as Purdy's able to stay healthy, I mean that was the whole reason that they they fell to the Eagles, um, you know, in that NFC Championship game, and, and it changed everything. But man, if you can keep that team relatively healthy, and I, I think I think anybody in the NFC is gonna, I mean, they have to be the favorite, and 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 I'd even pick them right now over the Chiefs to just win the whole thing. Wow, yeah, the Niners, the Eagles, and your Detroit Lions. Are the are the bullies of the NFC? All right, how you like that? Yeah, it's it's, it's uh it takes me back a long time. I mean, uh, <laughs> we're talking early '90s since you could even even think of something saying something like that. Scotty Mitchell throw into Herman Eric, Eric Kramer, Kramer, and then Kramer, <laughs> and then Perriman later on. The great <laughs> Scotty Mitchell. Got a little heavy in it later in life, but uh, but a pretty good quarterback at, at one point. All right. Uh, by the way, somebody told me you're an Eatsy's guy. Uh, I would say the most underrated thing there, the uh, cornbread. It's kind of like a savory item and a sweet. You, it's almost like a dessert and a savory item that can go with anything all in one. It's an unbelievable. It's the cornbread from Eatsy's. All right. Have you ever tried it? I have not. I'm in now. I mean, I there's really nothing oh. I had there that, that I didn't like, so I'm I'm on this now. I'll, I'm going to check Golly. this out. Make sure I'm up there. That's what I've run into the young Hellman. Believe it or not, at the Oaklawn Eatsies in the past, the man loves a good. He loves a good Eatsies. He loves a good neatly trimmed beard. All right, buddy. Uh, always good to visit with you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, John Mashoda, joining. The Matt Mosley Show from The Athletic. It is time for the NFL Blitz. Let's go around the league. Let's do it next. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Michelle Leonard and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m. live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgin Ford. 
And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Berg Colgen Ford. Experience better at Berg Colgen Ford. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation class. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Family owned and operated, LV Auto Repair goes the extra mile to make sure the job is done right the first time. LV Auto Repair services all makes and models, and they specialize in air conditioning service, suspension repair, brakes, cooling systems, transmission, and total engine replacement. They will perform a complete diagnosis of your problem so you will know how much the repair will cost before they even turn a wrench. Open six days a week, including Saturday, 8 until 1. LV Auto Repair, 1000 North Loop Drive, Waco, 254 235 3885. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips, pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally, and it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics with the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief. I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. Get you ready for tonight's Rangers game. 7-0-7, first pitch. 
The uh, roof will be closed and uh, very exciting. ALDS action game three. Oh, man, this is a great time of the year, especially with the Rangers in the postseason. But right now, you hear the NFL music. You know what time it is. Let's talk some NFL, some NFL headlines, all sorts of uh, news out there on a Tuesday afternoon. And for that, let's let uh, Aaron Sexton take us on a little tour here. We will start, not surprisingly, with some Cowboys news first. Bad news on the injury front. Dallas Cowboys linebacker Leighton Vander Esch could miss four to six weeks because of a neck strain suffered during Sunday's loss to the 49ers. Coach Mike McCarthy said Vander Esch is likely headed to the injured reserve, which means he would miss at least the Cowboys' next four games. Yeah, um, you know, i glad it's not more serious than it is, but uh, anytime you've had a history of neck injuries, he's done everything in the world to, uh, to try to protect himself and a uh, uh, really fine player, and that, this is a big loss. And this is what we were talking about here, and with John Machoda from The Athletic is the possibility – of having to play Micah Parsons off the ball. On one hand, it's nice to have a world-class player who's that versatile, but taking him away from the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, it makes the Chargers probably feel better about things. And if you're wondering about blueprints, believe me, every team will be looking at what the 49ers did to try to neutralize Micah Parsons. Now, the Cowboys will look at ways to kind of unlock him and get him going again. And if it's a if it's like ten plays or so off the ball and the rest as a pass rusher, then that's great. If it's almost full time off the ball linebacker, ooh. I mean, again, not that he can't make plays from back there. You saw what the 49ers linebackers did, but he makes his money as a pass rusher. One of the top pass rushers in the NFL. And so to take him away from that or out of that mix seemingly um, would uh, hamstring the Cowboys' defense. Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson, the 2022 NFL Offensive Player of the Year, will miss at least the next four games because of a straight right hamstring he suffered in the Vikings' 27-20 loss to the Chiefs on Sunday before being placed on the injured reserve today, Jefferson had played 55 of 55 games since entering the NFL. All right. I mean, that, that is, uh, that's tough news for the Vikings, a team that is reeling. Uh, one of the great players in the NFL. And, of course, tons of folks uh, took him in fantasy and, uh, and so, there, you know, everybody's kind of res- <laughs> responding to that, including our own Aaron Sexton. Aaron, by the way, I know our people will want to know this. The uh, three minutes left, over uh, the, the Mavericks and Real Madrid playing Mavericks up 117 to 113. Exum leading the way for the starters with 13. Aaron, 
Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench with 21 points. Mavericks have the lead late in a key preseason battle. How, <laughs> how much did Doncic play? Five minutes. They've got him on a very strict limit. Good. He's not happy about it, but uh, he did. Uh, what I, I liked, Aaron, he played five minutes. He shot five three-pointers. He made three of them. Nine points in five minutes, and he tipped his cap and said, thank you, Real Madrid, which uh, uh, he, used to, he used to play for them, didn't he, back in the day, Aaron, back in the Euro League. So he did. He won a, a European League championship with them. Wow. He hit the year before he entered the NFL, the NFL NBA draft. Wow. Aaron, I would give you the update on who's the leading scorer for Real Madrid, but none of these names me. Oh, wait, wait. I, I do recognize one. Campazzo, oh, yeah. the guard. Played for the Campazzo. Nuggets. Campazzo. Yeah, yeah, he used to. I guess he's with Real Madrid <laughs> right. now. Uh, 11 <laughs> points, 7 assists, but 3 for 10 and has missed on 6 of his 8 three-point attempts. All right, there's your there's your preseason NBA look. All right, uh, Aaron, continue with our NFL blitz, sir. Told you yesterday that Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel said running back Devon Achan could miss time with a knee injury, but he said, quote, it's just something we're treating that we'll get more information on. He was in and out of the game, a standard rotation. Well, now Adam Schefter reporting today that he will miss multiple weeks and could be a candidate for injured reserve. So it looks like Coach McDaniels was downplaying the injury somewhat with Achan not in the lineup, veteran Raheem Mostert, the NFL's co-leader in rushing touchdowns, in line for a heavier workload. They're also bringing yep. Jeff Wilson Jr. off the injured reserve. Yep, from Elkhart, Texas, from Deep East Texas, the home of former Baylor great defensive tackle John Mosley, also known as my father. But uh, that is a tiny little uh, town in East Texas, and that is where Jeff Wilson played high school football, Aaron. Okay, um, I, I thought you'd like this, Aaron. Sorry if I'm stepping on your toes with this one, but Debo Samuel. <laughs> Were you about to get to this? No, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, the Niners star, Debo Samuel, had a word of warning for Micah Parsons and the Cowboys because apparently Micah and the Cowboys are hoping for a rematch. On uh, an interview with FanDuel's Up in Adams, you ever seen her, uh, Aaron? Kay Adams, I think is her name. I, I like, she does a nice job. And she's not like, what's his name, who's in his muscle shirt cussing all the time. <laughs> I'm just, I do not find him that hilarious. I, maybe, it's, maybe it's a sign I'm getting old or something. But no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't change the channel automatically when I see him, but he is definitely not something that I'll change the yeah. channel to watch. Um, let's see here. Oh, he says, I don't think the Cowboys want to see us again. It might be a little bit worse. <laughs> yeah, they're, the, the 49ers uh, are really feeling themselves, which, look, yeah. they beat a really good team really badly, but they're acting like they've won three straight Super Bowls or something like that. They should probably, I don't know. Temper their emotions slightly, is all I'll say. All right, and Micah on his Monday podcast, The Edge with Micah Parsons, uh, said, 
I just feel like he's making it way more personal than it had to be. Uh, Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. (laughs) If we see them again, just trust. You going to make it personal? We can make it personal. It was all... um, uh, yeah, I, I thing is, man, when you get beat 42 to 10, you probably ought to just kind of not probably ought to just move on. Um, the four time pro bowler talking about Kittle revealed a shirt under his jersey that said F Dallas while celebrating in the end zone, a possible homage to a similar T-shirt. Worn by former 49ers linebacker Gary Plummer during the 94 NFC Championship game against the Cowboys. How'd that work out? <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, what was the year? Wait a second. So, 90, the they 94 season, uh, the Didn't they? 49ers beat the Cowboys in that NFC title game. And then the, the Cowboys came back and won. They went to the Super Bowl in 94. So they won 92, 93, 95. The Cowboys did 94. The 49ers beat them 38, 28 in the NFC title game. I think. No, it's a 91, 92, and 94 for the Cowboys. 93 for the 49ers. Yeah, but I'm saying the Super Bowl years. Yes, were, that's what I'm the looking. Cowboys at. 92, 93, and then the Cowboys the 95 season they won the Super Bowl. No, that's incorrect. It's the 94 season. No, they didn't win it in the 94 season. Cowboys um, did not. That 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 season, they won it 92-93 season in the 95. In 94 season, they got beat. Trust me on this one. No, no, I get I got I got yeah. you. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you're right now that now that I've double-checked it, but <laughs> Google's wrong, if you can believe that. That's, that's okay. Ah, uh, it is the, uh, the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside. And uh, Aaron, you got you got a last one here? We got time. I do. There was a trade in the NFL today. Not a big one, but it followed the same uh, template, so to speak, that every trade of a veteran player kind of follows now. The Rams traded receiver Van Jefferson to the Falcons. The Falcons sent a 2025 sixth-round pick to the Rams for Jefferson and a seventh-round pick. And as I mentioned, that's kind of how all these trades are going now, a future two-year-out mm-hmm. sixth-round pick for the player and a future two-years-out seventh-round pick. Yeah, it's weird how certain players that were kind of nice players for a team for whatever reason fall out of favor. I, I – Van Jefferson was on their Super Bowl team, wasn't he? I mean, I yes, I feel like he was pretty good at times. He He's was, but in, yeah, with Puka Nakua, who's been one of the top five receivers uh-huh. in the NFL as a rookie, and with Tutu Atwell being pretty good, yeah. they he just hadn't seen the field. I talked to a scout the other day, Aaron. I'm glad you brought up that uh, Nakua from uh, from BYU. And, and they said, yeah, nice player. Kind of thought, and, and I forget when he went. Was he third round or 
Maybe the third it was round a wide receiver. Later than that, was I'll he? Check. But they just kind of thought, hey, nice. Certainly a nice player could help an NFL team, but like a frontline Pro Bowl wide receiver day one kind of deal did not come up. Fifth round, wow. Fifth round pick, and he's just become a monster. I mean, think about how many receivers are taken in the fifth round that never really see the light of the day, light of day. Like Fajoko was kind of like that for the Cowboys, either fifth or sixth round pick. Never really, Simi Fajoko never did anything. I mean, they're they're finally getting some use out of uh, out of their former third round pick. Out, I guess it is the Cowboys are. I say that didn't do anything the other night, but that Nakua thing is pretty unbelievable. Um, and just an update, a score update for folks. Uh, bottom of the third. Uh, they are in Minnesota, and the uh, Astros still have a 4 nothing lead. Twins up at the plate. Aaron already told you kind of how. I think that was – who hit that home run, Aaron? It was a three-run homer. Um, Abreu. Abreu had the big home run to put the Astros up 4 nothing. And, Aaron, I, I want to bring up a, a more bad news. I mean – but Real Madrid Uh-oh. now up 122, 120 with 45 seconds left in this preseason game. Now up by four with Facundo Campazzo making both of his free throws. Uh, and they did a really cool thing for Luca. They did a huge, they honored him. And then Luca, Mavericks only let him play five minutes, and he hit three three pointers in five minutes and scored nine points. But the Mavericks on the verge of losing this game in Real Madrid. Uh, Aaron, would that be Spain? I guess it's where they're hanging out right now. Uh, All right. It is the Matt Mosley Show. We continue in the 4 o'clock hour. Let's do some Rangers. Let's get you pumped up for tonight. Look at some of the matchups. What we think about this Orioles team, they have anything left. And then also coming up this hour, as we get into the 5 o'clock hour, man, I've been digging in on a lot of Baylor stuff. And so, Mosley, kind of uh, Mosley investigations on the Baylor football team. That's all coming up next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. 
Robinson Athletic Booster Club proudly supports the athletics of Robinson High School, a nonprofit organization comprised solely of volunteers that lend a hand and encourage everyone to participate, whether in concession sales, event planning, finances, or even time. Robinson Athletic Booster Club is able to support the athletic program by purchasing equipment, supplies, and providing scholarships. For more information on how you can help, contact Denise at 254-214-3625. Let's go Rockets! The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized dental care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley Show, 
Uh, tomorrow we'll be at the Baylor Club for the show, and then afterwards uh, I'll be out at uh, dinner on the Diamond with Baylor softball. Uh, may still be a few tickets available for that. And uh, you can go to the Baylor softball website and sign up. Uh, I'll be out there. Um, it's a, it's just a very, very cool event. The tables and chairs and all the stuff is right literally on the diamond in the infield. Uh, Mitch talks. They've got one of their um, uh, oh, one of the great Baylor softball players, former All-Americans, going to be out there and speak. I saw uh, Alan uh, Lefevre. Uh, I think it's Dr. Lefevre uh, out there, the uh, uh, speak. He, he's a aficionado. He is an expert on the history of Baylor sports, and he gave a talk. That was a lot of fun. And, in fact, Aaron, as I look up in my home studio today, I can see Alan's uh, book. Uh, it's a big one, The History of Baylor Sports. Um and he's able to go back and tell you all sorts of things. And he's a professor, I think, over at Truett Seminary, perhaps. He teaches over there somewhere on the Baylor campus. But uh, he's a big listener as well. So what's up, Alan? Hope uh, hope you are uh, are doing well. And, uh, man, there's a lot to uh, talk about today. We'll, we'll do a full segment coming up here at 420. We just wanted to get you caught up on a few different items. Uh, we are monitoring right now the other a- ALDS uh, matchup. And uh, when we last looked, and it does look like uh, we are going to, it's into three innings. They are in Minnesota, and the Astros have a 4 nothing lead in this game. And Astros... Uh, uh, have Javier on the mound, only giving up one hit, six strikeouts. So he's been nails um, so far in this game. And then uh, Twins uh, sent out Sonny Gray. Uh, certainly has had a great season. What is Aaron documented earlier, struggling, has five strikeouts in this game, but five hits, uh, four runs, three of those which are earned. So, Perhaps uh, some bad luck, no walks, uh, maybe not as quite as bad as the score indicates, but uh, they've hit him around. And they, they sent the uh, – there was a three-run homer uh, in this game, and uh, so uh, Astros have come out and uh, are, are doing their thing. And Abreu, uh, Jose Abreu, is the one who had that home run, three-run uh, homer and has put the Astros, staked them to a 4 nothing lead. The uh, Phillies will tell you, 4-0 leads don't always hold up, and the Braves came back, won that game 5-4 to last night, and it ended, as we were talking about earlier, in just incredible fashion as uh, Braves just uh, made a, a, a cr- just a crazy play uh, out in the outfield, tracked down a ball, Castellanos hits one out by the wall, um, great, great defensive play, and uh, the relay comes in, misses the cutoff, man, but uh, third baseman, I believe it was third baseman, was over there um, uh, back in the play up and then makes a gorgeous throw to uh, to uh, double off Bryce Harper. That's how the game ended, with, a cr- with an out 
If, and uh, who was that, Aaron? Was that the center fielder out there? Just an unbelievable play. Yeah, Michael Harris. Uh, Michael Harris out there uh, for the Braves in that uh, in that particular uh, ball game. Rangers, we are getting closer to first pitch at seven oh seven tonight. And uh, of course, we are a major affiliate for the Rangers. You've heard the games here all season long. Roof will be closed tonight. They're hoping, uh, I you know, it should be pretty loud. That's a MLB decision. Rangers uh, may have a little bit of say in that, but for the most part, MLB gets to decide that. And um, the um, Rangers have put their lineup out for this game. And Garver is hitting uh, third again in this one. All right, so it, everything's kind of the same. Uh, Grossman in those first, um, oh, you know, the the first three postseason games, he was, or the first two for sure, and uh, and then obviously they won that best of three series. Garver was in there on. Sunday, actually. So first three for Grossman. Garver hits the other day uh, in in the third game of the postseason for the Rangers. Uh, it'll actually be the fourth game, and uh, he he had a um, a a grand slam in that game. So uh, Rangers have not been home in a while, and um, let's hope they get home and everything feels comfortable, and they can go ahead and finish thing, this thing out, and then they can just wait for that uh, Astros series to end. Astros up in this one. Um, I, I I just, I mean, this is, uh, there's so much going on, and part of it is the Rangers, like in that game on Saturday when we were out there doing the, the Baylor pregame show, Heim threw out a runner at second base. Um, what it ended up happening is Aaron Hicks missed a sign and that wasn't just kind of a random where the guy, because we were thinking at the time, Aaron, like, what is he doing in this situation with no outs, making an out on the base pass? Don't want to make the first, don't want to make the third out of an inning. We always talk about it. They did. And there was a hit and run put on, and they missed a sign. Now, what the Rangers have been doing great is sort of dominating the uh, fundamentals. Montgomery the other day was just awesome. Uh, when he made the diving catch on Jose series, popped up bunt for a huge out. Game two of that same series, rookie Evan Carter makes a diving catch. And then Josh Young over at third base um, started that double play uh, on a short hop. Just a gorgeous play to start a double play. And that was uh, game one of the AL Division Series on Saturday. So there's just a lot of good stuff happening with what the Rangers are trying to do and, and, and their, uh, both their, their Heim does such a great job behind the plate. And quite honestly, Aaron, it's extremely rare to even have one catcher who hits with power to have two with Mitch Garver, and you put them in the same lineup. One of them's DHing, cap- both capable of hitting. Well, Heim certainly hit well over 20 home runs. I would say Garver on the season ended up with Aaron, what, 18 or 19? I mean, hit plenty of home runs, has plenty of power. And that's just crazy to have that much 
Uh, just an embarrassment of riches on this team. And if you can hit Josh Young eighth, there's just no lineup like that. And that's why Vegas, yeah, as of yesterday, and again, something could have changed with last night's results. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they base these things uh, after the night. Maybe they saw what happened with Atlanta, and it'll go back to Atlanta. But as of last night, the Rangers were the uh, the number one. The odds makers had the Rangers with the best odds of winning the World Series. Now, Aaron, I feel like they probably in that, and I want that to be the case, but they probably should look at the Rangers' history of not being able to win the World Series and, and hold that against them, uh, but they didn't. And uh, that's uh, it's a very fascinating thing to watch as we get ready for this game tonight. 7.07 is, uh, is first pitch. One more note on, the, uh, on that Heim uh, that, that where he threw out Gunnar Henderson the other day on Saturday. The, uh, the, between catching the ball and releasing it, it took .57 seconds. That, that's the fastest time uh, exchanged by a catcher in MLB this year for a pitch in the lower third of the zone. Pitch was down. He comes out of his stance, and he rips that throw out to get him. I thought that was an interesting stat. 0.5 seconds in, in a pitch that's in the lower zone. That's as fast as it's been all season. This is one of the tallest catchers in baseball at 6'4". Um, I remember talking to Kershaw. He liked, uh, and that's why he had Austin Barnes, I think, for all those years with the Dodgers. He may still be with the Dodgers for all I know. But he liked blocky, stocky catchers. He didn't want a tall, lean catcher. He liked a real blocky type back there, kind of like Kelly Shopik, the old Baylor catcher. Um, Heim is long and lean, but he is a heck of a defensive catcher and he can rip out of that stance, uh, his .71 second average was apparently one of the slowest in the MLB. But Heim and Bobby Wilson, the catching instructor, worked on catching the ball deeper to cut down on the exchange time. Wow. I mean, just kind of cool stuff. And things get amplified more in the playoffs. Aaron? Have you ever heard me talk about a catcher exchange in the 162 <laughs> regular season games? I'm not. <laughs> but, I, I mean, this is when it gets so much fun to have, uh, have all this going on right now. Now, um, we are in the top of the fourth. Uh, Astros at the plate, and they've got, uh, they've got a one runner on. They've got a runner on first base and two outs. In the top of the fourth inning, Astros with a 4-0 lead in Minnesota. That series is tied at one. That happened uh, on a Jose Abreu three-run home run in the first inning. So they jumped out in a hurry, and that came off Sonny Gray. So a fan base ready to erupt has has had to kind of sit there on its hands and we'll see if they uh, if they get that thing going. It's the Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. We're getting ready for playoff baseball tonight. 
Um, I've got thoughts on what I think is, is needs to happen during this idle week for Baylor football, and what I and, and what I'm what I'm kind of sensing is going on. We'll discuss that next. Jones play action, chased out of the pocket. Only heard here. Hit, sack, fumble. Vanderesh has it. All season. To the five and runs it in. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers, Monday night starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and off kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. 
Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley's show, and I'm like a lot of you. I'm watching uh, afternoon baseball, and um, Rangers will be up 7.07 tonight, and they got a Valdi on the hill, and, um, it, I mean, they got everything loaded up. Garver is going to hit third tonight, young eighth, and and uh, but everything else is kind of similar. They've moved Evan Carter up maybe forever. <laughs> maybe he'll be up there. But he's hitting <laughs> fifth now, the rookie for the Rangers, and he's uh, and, and he just he's just was too good. He was great down there in the nine hole, but if you get a guy that's reaches base like in 11 of his first 12 times, you got to think about moving him up in the order. He's got such a great eye. He's extremely comfortable. We'll see. I mean, maybe they'll figure him out as you get you get more and more um, knowledge on him. But right now the uh, the Astros are up for nothing and Javier on the mound has been ex- has been dominant um I think the last time I looked, he had like six strikeouts, and he's only given up one hit. And really, the uh, the Twins just aren't getting anything done. And you can see it's a little chilly there. It looks like in uh, in Minneapolis, uh, an awesome crowd there. I mean they they were so uh, they were so they were so ready for this and uh, not getting it done. Um, and uh, the and, and in fact Javier just got out of the inning and what a what an unbelievable deal he has uh, he has going on right now uh, through this uh, uh, and we'll go to the top of the fifth there in Minnesota now what is Baylor going to do during this week I I brought it up we talked uh, we had Aranda on yesterday or we talked uh, we had him on. Uh, we played him for you guys, his post game. I was there to ask him some things about some of those fourth down plays. And what I, my biggest takeaway uh, was that he, he was sort of indicating that they just couldn't function on offense. I found it interesting that, I mean, it's not like the defense, in my mind, was that great. They ran for a ton of yards. I think what he was getting at is the defense tried to kind of keep them in the game. There was a point when it was like 17-3. to They got the two early touchdowns, and they kind of stayed in the game for a while. They did get the thing to 24-11. Defense finally kind of broke down. I I think these two conference, these two games against Texas uh, and and, and Texas Tech, they're they're just not functioning – well enough on offense against Tech, they could not run the ball. 
and they tried it, and they ran it like 30 times for 17 yards. Jeff Grimes' offense is predicated on, you know, you got to have the threat of the run game. That opens up the other parts of that game. They've shown this year they can work the ball down the field. I do think Shapen is a good quarterback, but their fourth down plays the other night when the game was still within reach were a give-up type looking play. I mean, obviously that's not the way they drew it up. Tried to throw it out in the flat, and the play got blown up at the line of scrimmage. I, I don't think Grimes and Mateos right now, Mateos is our O-line coach, they from week to week, it's hard to know what they're going to get from the O-line. Another big play in the game. They needed a fourth and two, and they tried to pitch right uh, to the short side of the field. Uh, some would call that like a crack toss or even even like an option. But it's not, to me, it's, an, it's really only an option if the quarterback is some threat to run. In that case, Nobody was really having to respect the quarterback because he was just pitching it out there. So let's just say it was a crack toss to the boundary. And I guarantee you Travis Roeder and others have broken this play down and whatever tight end or right tackle, whoever, they got blown up at the point of attack and the whole play gets blown up. But still, to, to have these fourth down plays and not even be able to function – Here's what I think has happened. I, I told you yesterday that I that I thought Mac Rhodes would dig in and demand answers. I promise you that's the case. If you think he's just like, well, there's nothing we can do. We're paying this guy for a lot of years. That's not how he operates. And so uh, I think those conversations are being had. And I think coming out of the uh, the, the the bye week. If it if it doesn't change, you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to immediately make some form of change. Um, you cannot accept what is going on. They had the great comeback against UCF, and again, I don't know what that is. I don't know what exactly what changes. I know fans are like, fire the OC, fire the O line coach, fire this guy, fire that guy. And again, I don't think Pallage the defense coordinator, or Aranda, the defensive head coach, were any great shakes. All right, I don't want you to hear like, oh, Mosley's now going after Grimes or going after the offense. But the offense can't function right now against good teams at home. Uh, that's, that's what we saw against Texas and Texas Tech was non-competitive football, much like what the Cowboys did out in the Bay. The Cowboys are professional, and they got the rest of the season to disappoint us. Um, and, and but they they won't. They'll come back. They'll play great against uh, the Chargers, and then it'll be a million different storylines before the end of the season. We pray that the Bears could do something similar and could bounce back. I don't know that the personnel's there to do that. I like the running backs. I like some of the wide receivers. I like some of the tight ends. They're getting blown off the ball up front. They're getting manhandled on both sides. So, but I, I would say right now, this week, there's going to be a close examination of the offense. This will be an anatomy of what, uh, just a complete investigation of what is going on, why they can't convert fourth downs, why they can't convert third downs, 
and why they can't score. Because, again, I, I don't want to be one of these, oh, you got to throw out the fourth quarter against UCF. It happened. And it was glorious. And we all loved it. But you've gotten blown out. Aaron, you had some of those stats the other day that even if you include UCF and you look at the first half of these games um, and maybe throw out whoever the LIU Sharks are, and it was like in the first half of these games, they got outscored like 113 to 36 or something like that. They're getting annihilated. I mean, they're down 21 nothing before you can even turn the game on against UCF. Tech game the other night, man. I'm like a lot of you guys. I had family in town. I had everybody there. My dad played at Baylor. I mean, my gosh, we're as dialed in. After that game, by the way, Aaron, there was somebody on Twitter, and I did not respond to it on Twitter because I didn't want to give them the, the time of day. But I, I, And I'm not say their name, who it is. But they said something like, Mosley is like roots against the Bears. Mosley like wants them to do poorly. And they said probably even when he was in school, goodness gracious, I wish you could have been in school with me in the 1990s when I was like basically on the verge of tears when right when uh, Rice ended our dreams of a perfect season my freshman year in 1991. And I'm up there in the Baylor line taking it as hard as any kid could ever take it. You know, so I, I found that interesting that there are fans out there or listeners or, or readers that go, you want the Bears to do poorly. Aaron, have, I think there is a thought that, hey, if you cover a team or you talk or you're upset, whatever, but uh, but that's part of fandom. You know, now it's a tricky deal that I have with Baylor because obviously I want them to win and I'm still a fan, but I also cover them. And I'm down there asking the, the coach questions after the games. All right? So I'm not your typical Baylor fan. But I don't ever try to hide it that I want them to do well. With the Cowboys, it's completely different. I don't care. I mean, like, I like them to do well because more people listen and more people are excited about the team. But I don't feel one way or the other if they win or lose. It, it really could I, – I, it doesn't bother me either way. Like, Aaron – for instance, has talked about being a longtime Cowboys fan, and in recent years he's lost a little bit of that heart. Well, I lost any fandom of the Cowboys when I started covering the team circa, I mean, like on a daily basis, um, 2003, and when it was Bill Parcells. So I don't feel anything like I feel about Baylor. But all that to say, I, I think they are going to do a deep dive and I, I just think if this thought that, well, Mac is not listening to the fans or Mac is not listening to how bitter the fan base is or the deal, he, Mac understands that that's all important, but he's probably the maddest fan there is. Like, he, you think you should watch him down there on the sideline. Like, he can't. He can't stand getting embarrassed at home in the way this thing's going. So I promise you, now he's trying to help Dave Aranda manage through this. It's not like he's in there screaming at Aranda. He's trying to be helpful. But any thought like, oh, he doesn't care, he's going to just, you know, because the contract's too long. I'm telling you, if, if, if this thing keeps going like it is, there's going to be all kinds of changes. 
And whether it's fair changes or not, Aranda has shown a willingness to fire people, right? He fired his offense coordinator after that first pandemic year. Then he got the people he needed in place. Uh, Grimes was a godsend, and I get it. Now people want Grimes fired. Is the play calling great? No, no. But if no play calling's great when you're getting beat and getting embarrassed at home. I mean, it's not like he's up there like, well, what other bad play can I call? I, I just don't think there's any answers right now. And I think what's happened is this week they've got to find answers. Now, could they come out of this thing, go to Cincinnati, you know, get get, get on a little bit of a roll? It's still pop, but, like, changes are going to have to be made. Now, what is that? Is that coaching changes? Is that personnel changes? Well, first of all, I think they'll look at what they can do personnel-wise to make this offense run better. And 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 if that's changing up, you know, and again, I think they'll also look scheme-wise and go, all right, the RVO, the wide zone, everything, uh, wide nine, all, all these things you hear over the years, um, that's it, it's you can't just throw out the entire offense, but you can change some of the personnel and go about things differently because this is not working. All right, one of the things that fans I think are frustrated with is what worked against UCF finally in the comeback. Well, a ton of tempo, right? They were in a rush, they were racing. Blake didn't really have to think about anything. They got tempo, and they put UCF in a bad way. Why did we not see tempo versus Texas Tech? Probably because they never got in any kind of rhythm. Uh, They finally had, you know, occasionally they'll hit, like, on a big play, whether it be Monterey or whoever. Occasionally they do that. It's not consistent enough, and the, the plays on the quick hitters, or the out routes and all the things they need to do to get into their offense are not happening. They have to go back to the drawing board and completely change this. But I'll just say this. I I think from what I can tell, Mac is he is demanding answers right now. All right. I think that is happening as we speak. And then we'll see. Uh, where that goes if the if the answers don't occur then changes are going to happen probably during the season now does that mean aranda gets fired and, and there's an interim coach i don't think so i i think aranda makes it all the way through a season i will say some teams now fire coaches in november because it gives them or late october early november because it gives them more time to evaluate and get things in place. But I don't I don't see any scenario where Aranda is fired during the season. I don't. Could I see other coaches on the staff being let go if this continues? Absolutely I could. I'd be lying if I if I said that couldn't happen. But Aranda's going to be given every chance to make this work. And that's because they believe in Aranda. And because he's got like a six-year deal. I mean, he's got a long-term deal at a ton of money. All right? They're not exactly dying to run him out of here. But if Mac Rhodes decides that there's no path forward 
and that Aranda's not the guy to get this done during this new era of NIL and portal, then Aranda will be gone at the end of the season. Like, I don't I don't think this is like, a, well, we, we're different, we're Baptist, and we're not going to fire people. No, this is cutthroat, big, big, big-time college football business. It's not personal. But uh, um, I, 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 in terms of would Mac Rhodes be scared to uh, make a change after the season at head coach? The answer is no. I think the answer is unequivocally no. And he also knows that because of this, what's happening now, you don't think he's – I mean, I, I hear your – I see your tweets and everything. You're saying, okay, let's hold him accountable too. Well, I think that's probably happening, okay? I think – I mean, I promise you, uh, everybody right now is upset and uh, in figuring out how they're going to move forward. All right, there is my state of the Baylor – Aaron, we used to do this with the Cowboys when they have a bye week. We would do a bye week investigation, and we would investigate different aspects of the team. And different parts, whether it be the offense, defense, different facets, the O-line. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that this week. Each day, we'll take a segment and we'll kind of break it down, what we're seeing in this part of the offense and all that. Uh, We may do that. It is now time, though, for one of our most listened to and celebrated segments of the day. It is Campus Confidential, and it's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than The Fluff. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let the flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance, your trusted choice for personalized coverage. 
Dust off your boots, Waco, and come to the one and only Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by HEB at the Extra Cove Event Center. The fair fun begins October 5th through the 15th, and this year's One Hot Rodeo presented by AIP Energy will have some of the bravest cowboys and cowgirls we've ever seen. Professional bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, mutton-busting buckaroos, and much more. Gear up for the rowdiest rodeo in town. Get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We'll see you there. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com attention baylor alumni near and far are you ready to reconnect reminisce and make a lasting impact look no further than the baylor line foundation your alumni partner for life whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum baylor line foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events networking opportunities and exclusive access to baylor stories rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved bears to find out more, visit the BaylorLineFoundation.com. Kubota's most popular tractor continues to reign supreme because it continues to outperform the competition. You can snag a deal on an L2501 and bundle it with the most used attachments for as little as $299 a month. A new Kubota with loader, bucket, and box blade could be delivered today and ready to go this weekend when you purchase from WC Tractor. Think of all the chores you can finish. Payments are now valid through October 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. This date's going really well. We're gonna be such a great couple. Whoa, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You were talking about my driving. <sighs> I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TechStot. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for being such a huge part of what we do. And um, that is uh, uh, the excitement is building we are we'll soon be oh about two hours away from first pitch rangers uh 707 at globe life place is going to be packed opening lineups will be uh uh will be announced uh well they'll be announced to the crowd we already know the lineups uh at uh, 646 
national anthem at 6.50. And just a uh, update on uh, the fifth inning. It is the uh, bottom of the fifth inning in, uh, uh, in Minnesota, and the Astros are up 5-0, okay, trying to make a, take a 2-1 lead in this best-of-series ALDS. And so the Rangers and the Astros on a crash course for each other. Would that not be an <laughs> epic ALCS between the teams when last met the Astros were dominant uh, but, um, yeah, Astros trying to make it through this postseason. Javier has been nails, um, and as he pitches in the fifth <laughs> inning here, there is a, a leadoff uh, runner on. All right, Aaron, what do you – all the sounds you made, did you just see something happen? No, right when you were talking about Javier, he just threw a really, really nasty pitch for strike two <laughs> on a batter. Okay. Just a random yeah. thing, but he is uh-huh. really good right. today. Uh-huh. But you, that usually that means you've seen a home run or something before me. But uh, uh, Astros up five nothing in that in the game. There is a runner on first for the Twins as they try to mount some sort of comeback uh, here in the bottom of the fifth inning. All right, Aaron, what do we have in Campus Confidential? And a reminder: Jared Sandler coming up from Globe Life, uh, Rain, Texas Rangers Radio Network, uh, here in uh, just about ten minutes. Bad news for a struggling TCU football team. Quarterback Chandler Morris has a sprained MCL in his left knee. He'll likely miss multiple games. Morris got hurt in the third quarter of Saturday night's 27-14 loss to Iowa State by TCU. His left leg twisted awkwardly while he was being tackled and he left the game. Retro freshman Josh Hoover replaced Morris against the Cyclones. He completed 11 of 19 passes for 119 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. He's expected to get his first career start this weekend against BYU. All right, we've heard the young Simcox talk about him before, and uh, and we'll keep our on Hoover. We'll see if he can bring any luck to the Frogs um, in the season after an unbelievable run to the national championship game. They are uh, they are not getting it done this season and struggling out of the gate, much like the Bears. Aaron, that uh, the slog TCU and Baylor are having, that Baylor game at uh, TCU, who knows what could be on the line there. But um, we will keep you posted on all of that action. Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels is doubtful for his team's game at Oklahoma State this Saturday with a lingering back issue, sources told ESPN today after he missed his, after he missed practice both yesterday and today, he is likely to miss his third consecutive game for the Jayhawks. Daniels, the preseason All-Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, was a late scratch from the Texas game two weeks ago and hasn't played since. Yeah, it's very unfortunate because he's got so much ability and he's got some good weapons around him, and you just can't get him to the games. One of those games, Aaron, um, was it before the Texas game? One of the big games, he um, may have been the game before the Texas game. He was in, like, pregame warm-ups, and he hurt his back. And I, and I, that may be the same injury he's trying to come back from. But, uh, it's, uh, uh, but at least they don't just – it sounds like Kansas is more up front on injuries than Cameron rising. <laughs> than Utah, yeah. 
than Utah is on Cam Rising, their star quarterback. Even before that Baylor game, they were kind of listing, uh, listing him as day-to-day, and it really turned out to be very misleading to the point. The Utah quarterback shared uh, on a, a radio station in Salt Lake City that the extent of the injury, because, of course, it was they were making it look like he was taking his time coming back. <laughs> he went public with that. And then he gave permission for his surgeon, the famed uh, orthopedic surgeon, Neil Elitrosh, he gave him permission to talk to the athletic (laughs) who walked basically everybody through the injury. Meanwhile, Utah just looks like they look horrible. They've got egg all over their face because in in some sense (laughs) they were kind of, whether they meant to or not, they were making their starting quarterback look really bad. Um, and the starting quarterback had to go public with his own medical information. It, these schools that do this under the guise of, oh, it's HIPAA. I've had people tell me that before. Oh, it's HIPAA. It's HIPAA. They can't. Uh, well, you know, when you do this and you mislead your fan base and everybody else and then you end up making your player look bad, you're not helping anybody. You're not helping anybody. You may be adhering to some rule, but when you hear these universities talk about HIPAA, 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 that, that's, that's a uh, – in fact, I kind of admire – Arand is pretty upfront about injuries. Um, uh, he's And, you know, the Baylor uh, basketball team is very uh, – in fact, uh, men's and women's. Nikki would have been more upfront about what was going on last year with one of her players, but the player had signed something that wouldn't allow anybody to talk about her injuries. Talking about Asia Blackwell. Uh, so the Baylor's pretty upfront about it. Utah, to me, has looked very, very bad throughout this. Yeah. All right, continue, sir. Well, I was just going to – one more note on Utah. They were listing, yeah. listing Cam Rising as a full practice participant as far back as before the Baylor game because there were rumors that he yeah. may start. That's how – long they've been misleading people and like you said he finally said hey wait i'm pretty badly injured yeah i'm not Uh not playing because i don't want to yeah yeah totally colorado two-way star travis hunter has quote a tremendous chance to return friday against stanford after after missing the team's past three games that's according to head coach Deion sanders sanders said today that hunter Hunter, a cornerback and wide receiver who sustained a lacerated liver against Colorado State on September 16th, is cleared to play and has been practicing. Sanders just wants to ensure that Hunter is in game shape and won't be, quote, a liability for the Buffaloes. So I would count on him playing this Friday. Interesting. Uh, Don't get the full slate of time to return because of the Friday game. He's been out for a while now. Uh, One of the most versatile if not the best player in the country, certainly the most versatile player in the country. And, uh, man, it would be exciting to see him back in this as uh, the uh, uh, Twins have a little something brewing here in the uh, bottom of the fifth inning. All right, we'll go out to Globe Life and talk to uh, Jared Sandler, Texas Rangers Radio Network. We'll do that next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than The Flock. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. 
And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let the flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance, your trusted choice for personalized coverage. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, Skytrack, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, yeah, it is the Mosley Show. Let's get some creed going. Let's get everybody's hands in the air. Jared 
Sandler is uh, standing by Rangers Radio Network. And, uh, Jared, to calm before the storm, I was just taking in your three keys. Three keys. I was a little sad, Jared, you didn't do the three up and three down that you invented the other day during some rain delay theater. I've participated in rain delay theater, as you know, over the years. But I like a good uh, – I like just kind of inventing – segments as you go and you were able to do that with matt and eric the other day i think inventing segments is uh, the key to all of this as a matter of fact i think inventing segments is the key to the rangers success here of late so um <laughs> you know it puts a lot of pressure on us as broadcasters uh, i'd appreciate if you could invent a segment after this uh, just to kind of keep the you know the, the mojo going but uh yeah three keys dean kramer's cutter Nathan Avaldi's ability to command the fastball glove side and then just not letting the emotions of playing at home change your approach to the plate. You know, that's you can't quantify that sort of thing, but there's no doubt you play in front of the crowd and you're fired up. You don't want to uh, all of a sudden change what you've been doing on the road. So hopefully that's not the case with the Rangers. You know, the big thing is is getting – you don't want to let that team jump out to a lead, although the other day it was 2-0, and I don't know what your feeling was after that. They're down 2 nothing, and you're kind of like, oh, man, this crowd's going to get jacked and everything. How about that answer? I mean, that was amazing. And, of course, we know what Garver did uh, to really break it open 9-2. to But the immediate answer from the Rangers was just enormous because it didn't, la- didn't really let the Orioles – get that traction, which is the crowd was ready to sit on that lead and sit on and hang on every pitch. And then the Rangers just and, – and that that was just a huge moment in this postseason, the way they responded to being down 2 nothing. Yeah. The, someone said to me years ago that when you take a lead, you get the lead, but you don't actually own the lead until you maintain it after the next team bat. And – you know, I, it's you know one of those Yogi Berra weird things, but I think the point is simply that that next half inning is crucial. Uh, and you know, we always talk about you know a shutdown inning and the importance of shutdown innings. And you know, I don't, again, I don't know how to quantify all this, but it definitely feels like when you give up runs or you give up the lead and you come right back, even if you don't do what the Rangers did, which was uh, take a lead of their own, even if you just would have scored one run. You just you punch back and you feel a little bit better because of it. But yeah, what they did was great, and it all started with a Nathaniel Lowe walk. He's had a really rough last few weeks at the plate. Uh, made a you know a defensive error, not a, an error on the the board, but you know a mental error in the previous half inning that contributed to the two runs for the Orioles. But he was the one who got that thing started with a walk against Grayson Rodriguez and. Uh, everyone else kind of fall, uh, you know, followed in line with Laody Tavares at the big hit. But, yeah, that was big. Uh, and, you know, I, I just think that if the Rangers do give up a lead, that next half inning is, is always super important uh, just to punch right back so you don't allow that team to, you know, carry that momentum with them. All right. Uh, roof being closed, what did that do for you um, in terms of is it – is it louder? Is that place uh, d- demonstrably uh, um, louder when the roof is uh, is closed? And, and I, I'm sure there are some things the ball flies a little differently, perhaps, 
when it's closed. But what were you kind of uh, what were you hoping either direction or did you not really care about uh, MLB's uh, decision on that one? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing how you know that was such a big topic of conversation, and I get I've gotten more responses to that than. Uh, just about anything else, and I get it. I mean, this this place, I think it's it's really pretty when the roof's open, uh, yeah. and I think you know we all prefer baseball when that's the case. And I think even uh, the owners of this team that you know funded along with Arlington funded this ballpark with a roof would tell you, hey, it's a lot better when the roof's open. But you know, it was done for good reason because of the weather. I, the ball does tend to carry more with the roof open than closed. I do think it just it, it's probably louder with the roof closed. I heard someone use the, you know, the phrase dew point earlier, that the dew point is what is the ultimate determining factor. I, I hadn't heard that before. I don't even know if I could tell you what a dew point is or what it means, but apparently the dew point was at a, a level that, you know, warranted a closed roof. Uh, you know, hopefully we do get an open roof at some point this postseason, and if the Rangers advance, I'm sure we will, but uh, yeah, we'll be closed tonight. I I don't think the the players necessarily have strong opinions. Leody Tavares actually said that he prefers it with the roof closed because they spent so much time this year with the roof closed that it's a totally different feel, especially for outfielders with the roof open with the way, you know, as you mentioned, the ball carries. So, um, and then as far as who has the advantage, the Orioles or the Rangers with the roof closed or open, I'm not really too sure that there's a good way to know that, uh, you know, with the way these two teams play, they both hit a lot of home runs. Uh, You know, the Rangers, I guess you could say, would maybe have the advantage uh, just because they're more familiar with it. But I, I don't really know that one team does or doesn't have an advantage based on the roof status. Pete Delkus could help us on the dew point. Yeah, one of our sure uh, weather friends could get involved. Jared Sandler, who's out at Globe Life. And, uh, boy, the lots opened. I was looking at that breakdown, you know, when the gates would open, when the lots would open. There's going to be um, – I think you said there were red – rally towels i'm kind of excited you know i i like watching these things unless i'm covering it i really do like being at home but then also when you get those rally towels going uh i was out there for that aaron judge homer it, there are things you want to be in person for and i but i think it's going to look cool on tv uh all, all of that scene is going to be great now what do you think about i mean evan carter it, it just you almost run out of things to say but he's hitting fifth and now you just feel like well you got to put him there I mean the guy gets on base constantly he's got pop he's 21 years old um I, I Jared I just kind of every once in a while I just kind of remind myself I'm just like this kid was I mean they just brought him up and we're going to send him right back down and he wouldn't allow it right just the way he played and here he is sitting in the middle of a lineup of an enormous uh, postseason game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, and the impact he's had, you know, really from the word go. Uh, and, you know, you never know how someone who's just barely 21 years old is going to respond in these situations. Uh, but he's – you wouldn't, you wouldn't know a difference. I mean, you know, it, it looks like he's still playing in double A with the way he's you know, having success against really tough pitching. And, uh, you know, I, I – it's just he's one of these kids who he's kind of an aw shucks small town Tennessee kid, and uh, he's got you know he's a really bright kid, good head on his shoulders. 
doesn't seem like he's an overthinker and just, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, Matt, if, if I walked across the field with 40,000 people staring at me, I think my heart would start pounding, but you know, he's asked to come up in big spots with 40,000 people staring at him and in Baltimore, 40,000 hostile people or 45 mm-hmm. over there. And it just doesn't seem to phase him. And it's been really cool. The, the comments I've heard either secondhand or just you know directly to me from people around the league, evaluators, uh, people who know this game way better than I ever will, uh, the things they've had to say about Evan Carter. I mean, it's, it's been glowing praise. And, um, you, you know, I think Rangers fans should be feeling great about what he's doing now, what he's hopefully, you know, as long as he can stay healthy, we'll be able to do in the future. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, to think that um, if you would have told me six weeks ago Evan Carter uh, would be hitting fifth for a team that's getting ready or has a chance to close out a 101-win Orioles team in the ALDS, I would have told you you're crazy. But here we are, and uh, he's risen to the occasion. And uh, it's just the quality of the bat is so impressive for him. And the pitches he sees, the pitches he takes, he has got such a sharp eye. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really impressive. And that stroke and then the way he plays in the outfield, uh, pretty smooth out there. Jared Sandler, Texas Rangers Radio Network, joining the Matt Mosley Show. He's getting ready to get you ready for this game, and you'll hear all that. Uh, the uh, on-base percentage, you had this stat, um, and you were just talking about it on your three keys with it up around like 380. I think the Rangers' uh, on-base percentage, 376. Um, and this is postseason stats. The rest of Major League Baseball, uh, 313. I mean, it's 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 kind of a, a remarkable. Now, if you get 11 walks in one game, the numbers tend to fly up there. But I mean, there's Seager just taking what they're giving him five times in one game. Now, tell us about this starter because I know you've looked at at this this guy for the Orioles. What what is he kind of known for? I was trying to look if he had that many walks. I did see in his last 15 starts. I think I I saw he had 33 walks but dean kramer what 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 do you what what's the what's the big thing you were talking about his cutter but what's the big thing to to bear in mind with him on the mound yeah i you know he's he's been pitching really well of late and for the orioles even though you know it's kind of been a foregone conclusion that they were going to make the playoffs for a while they were trying to win the division and ultimately did uh you know you ask him about the walk he's he's better than league average at that he's not someone who uh gives up a ton in the way of walks uh, you know, he's not a huge strikeout guy either. He's, you know, less than a strikeout per inning, which, you know, these days, if you're not a strikeout per inning guy, you're thought of as, you know, maybe a, not a big strikeout guy, which is crazy to think about, but yeah. it's just kind of the way this works. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's someone who this year, he got off to a great start, slowed down a little bit, finished strong. Uh, and when I say got off to a great start, May, April is rough. He had a really good May. Uh, in a really good July through August. And then September, his last couple starts were good. So, I mean, he's he's a fastball cutter guy. His fastball actually, 14 fastball is not a bad pitch. The cutter's the better pitch. Um, and I think, you know, something that's worth at least pointing out, uh, Dean Kramer was born in California, uh, but spent a lot of time growing up in Israel. He's got dual citizenship. Uh, he's got mm. two brothers. I know one of them is in the Army. 
Uh, and with everything that's going on right now in Israel, and his family, his parents are there. He lives there in the off season for at least part of the off season. Uh, he's pitching. I mean, either with nothing on his mind, and this is going to be his, you know, little escape from reality, or he's pitching with a lot on his mind. You know, however you want to couch it. But yeah, uh, there's a lot going on in his world, and uh, you know, it, it, it. Brandon Hyde even mentioned yesterday that he asked him, you know, hey, are you? Do you want to pitch? You know, no one's gonna think differently if you aren't mentally in the right place and that's a that's a tough decision for Dean Kramer because obviously the gut is yeah of course I want to pitch but your team's facing elimination and if you're not mentally in the right place uh you know you'd be doing a disservice to your teammates and again no one would fault him but he said he's ready and uh you know from everything I've heard he's a pretty stoic guy so uh Mm -hmm. that's definitely a storyline that's going to be talked about and um you know, you really feel for him with everything that he's going through with his family. And everyone, thankfully, so far, uh, as he shared yesterday, is safe in Israel. And hopefully that remains to be the case. All right. We saw President Biden's comments earlier. And uh, it's been scary to watch everything that's happened. And, uh, boy, thinking about everybody over there and, and, and what's going on. And we'll see the response. But, uh, yes, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, that's on a lot of people's minds right now. Now, on a lighter note, uh, Jared Sandler, the Creed story is something you have followed. I mean, I would almost say you've kind of uh, taken ownership in some ways over that story, although Matt Hicks, with his home run call on the Grand Slam, I think works from Creed into that. And then now there's Creed music playing over that call, which has been kind of nice. Were you a Creed guy? I mean, I'm trying to think. You would have been really young when they got rolling there in the late 90s. I mean, you were just kind of getting rolling with, with with listening to music and everything. And and who who is the Creed instigator? Who on the team? I mean, I've, I've seen Heaney kind of associated with this. Who was kind of the, the top uh, uh, Creed person to kind of get this thing going? <laughs> the top Creed person. I, I think Andrew Heaney was right in the middle of it. Um, you know, Nathaniel Lowe, a lot of times is, uh, DJing in the clubhouse, though. I don't know if, uh, Nathaniel Lowe is, uh, you know, a big Creed guy, but that's the part of the fun of it. I don't know that any of these guys are necessarily, or were big Creed guys. I think it was just something fun for them. Uh, and it kind of caught on and I'm, I'm a little amazed at how, how much this story has caught steam. I mean, just around the country, uh, it seems like, you know, baseball, uh, you know, baseball outlets are talking about it. And it's, I mean, it's kind of fun. And, you know, I think what's always cool here is the fans seem to be enjoying it. And, uh, you know, in 2010 and 2011, they had the Kwan Antler stuff. And, you know, this team doesn't really have a thing like that. And, you know, the reality is that their two best players, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, they're, you know, they're not Elvis Andrews. They're not the going to show a ton of emotion outwardly. They're mm. not those guys and they're great it's not that's not a bad thing it's just not how they're wired and so i think for this fan base to have something to connect uh the team with that they can kind of participate in it's been really cool and uh and you know i thought it was kind of bizarre we talked to evan carter yesterday evan carter wasn't even born uh when creed had released their first three albums which is just kind of <laughs> crazy to think about but uh, I, and i don't know that i was a big creed guy i mean i I don't know. I like their songs. I remember when they performed at halftime at Thanksgiving. And then I yeah. think as I got older, I didn't like their songs as much. But I, heck, if it's going to help the Rangers win some games, I love Creed. They're going to be my favorite band. 
All right. I saw you weigh in on some Dak stuff the other night, too. I kind of like that. You you get back. It's a triumphant time for the Rangers. <laughs> you get back in town, and, and I saw, oh, I said, Jared's dabbling in some Dak talk here because, boy, people have a lot of opinions right now. And, and right now, obviously, people are following you for a lot of your Rangers talk, but I'm sure you found out in a hurry, boy, what a polarizing uh, – deal that is right now and i think you were kind of wondering okay where is this guy in the whole uh you know top 10 where is he and uh yeah right after that game the other night i think there were fans willing to say he's not in the top 20 right <laughs> they were. yeah no it, <laughs> and, 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 and let me tell you matt i i'm not i i like Dak. Like i root for Dak. i'm not yeah anti-dak and i'm not a Dak homer i'm probably somewhere in the middle I'm yeah not diehard Cowboys fan, so I, I don't really look at it emotionally like that. I just, last year, I heard so many Cowboys fans tell me that Jalen Hurts was a fluke, and Dak was better, and this and that, and I just didn't quite understand it. Uh, and the real impetus was, hey, how can we honestly say that Dak is better than Jalen Hurts? And then I started thinking, you know, because last year I made a comment about Dak, and it it was incredibly polarizing, and I just, I, for whatever reason, you know, we like to rank. Everyone, it's part of fun of sports. You rank, you have these conversations. Does it really matter if he's seventh or eighth or ninth? No, not really, but it's fun to rank. And I just went through the quarterbacks, and there were more on the list. I actually think I would take over Dak right now, but yeah. I understand that those might not be indisputable. I just think the problem is, you know, Dak has had all the help in the world. Yes, he has had years where the offensive line has been battered, and you want to use that as an excuse. But I'm kind of tired of it. At some point, you got to just kind of call a spade a spade. And Dak is someone maybe because of the injury a few years ago, he never quite has been able to consistently perform at a super high level that he has flashed. And you can say, well, if he'd be in the Dolphins offense this or if he had this and that, I'm just kind of tired of it because at some point it just sort of is what it is. And I think Dak is a good quarterback but I don't think he's a great quarterback. And too often in these situations, like Sunday night, he is not a factor the way really good quarterbacks rise above uh, an adverse situation with the opponent and become a factor. And I just think that at some point the Cowboys need to be honest with themselves with who they have. He seems like an amazing person and someone you absolutely yeah. want to root for. But, you know, I, I'm a USC guy, Matt. Clay Helton was a really nice guy. We'd win NFL college game day every year because ESPN once a year would do some feature on Clay Helton doing great things for people. But you know what? We went seven and six or six and seven. And at the end of the day, it's about winning games. And Dak Prescott right now is not doing, in my opinion, what he needs to do if this team wants to win more than just the division or actually maybe make a run in the postseason. Well, good stuff as always, and I'm sure when USC missed that short field goal the other night and then had to go win that thing in overtime, you never had a doubt, did you? You had, you knew the Trojans. It was two, it was two thirty in the morning in Baltimore when that game ended, and I can't tell you how many things I wanted to throw if my wife wasn't sleeping next to me because that was such an embarrassing performance against a backup quarterback at home. And USC better get their act together because their next five weeks are going to be incredibly tough. And if they have any hope at the playoff, they got to somehow pray that they can get through these next five weeks with only one loss. And I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think that happens. It's disappointing, but they just don't have a good enough team to play. It's crazy. They're in the best conference in college football this year. 
Well, that's never been the case. With the Pac-12 this year is the best conference in college football, and it's going to be a gauntlet for them over the next five weeks. Okay. Well, you could always be a Baylor alum like me, and, and, and yeah, it's hard to give anybody much sympathy with an undefeated team uh, when you're two and four and getting uh, boat raced <laughs> by uh, Tech at home. Hey, have a great night. We'll be listening. Always love listening to you, and, uh, and man, it's going to be a lot of fun out there. Appreciate you doing this. Thanks, Moe. Uh, hopefully everyone has a great time. It's great to have playoff baseball back here in the area. There he goes, Jared Sandler, Texas Rangers Radio Network. And you'll hear him, uh, of course, uh, 105.3 has the call, and then we'll all gather around tonight. We'll watch it. We'll listen to it. And uh, Eric Nadell, Matt Hicks, and uh, Jared Sandler, the man we just heard from, will be on the call. Uh, in the other ALDS uh, game, Houston up 6 nothing. Uh, it is now in the sixth inning, and while we were talking a little bit ago, uh, Minnesota at one point had a little something going. They had the bases loaded but could not cash in, and so they're doing anything they could to try to climb back into this game, but they trail the Astros six to nothing. Okay, uh, we're going to start. Uh, we're going to continue to get you ready for playoff baseball seven oh seven. First pitch tonight as the Rangers get it on with the Orioles and try to advance to the ALCS where the Astros could be waiting for them. Actually, the Rangers would be waiting on the Astros. Astros, with a win today, would take a 2-1 lead in this series. All right, uh, more Rangers, uh, more Cowboys. It's next. It's an open date for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears coming up this Saturday. Then back in action Saturday, October 21st, taking on Big 12 newcomer Cincinnati in the Queen City. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than The Flop. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let The Flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance, your trusted choice for personalized coverage. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, I tell you, I just I'm always waiting for Johnny. I do not like to, if there's if there's a chance to hear Johnny sing. There you go. Can we turn that up, Aaron? I just I can't talk over Johnny. And they, you know, tonight out there at uh, Globe Life. They'll play some Johnny. I, I, I'm trying to remember how they kind of tie that in. It's almost like when the relievers, one of the opposing relievers, get in trouble or something. There's a Ring of Fire song that'll that'll play out. Um, big headlines today, like right now, for instance, on the Dallas Morning News, the head of their website, the, the top of their website says, 
Mike McCarthy's stale play calling raises difficult issue for the Cowboys, <laughs> Dak Prescott. I mean, I I'm still a little shocked that on Jerry Jones' show, it almost, Aaron, I meant to say, hey, let's try to find that. I almost want to hear how they got into that with Jerry. They literally, on the on the, the flagship station of the Cowboys, five games into the season, they asked Jerry if he, he thought about making a change at play caller. Let Schottenheimer call plays. I mean, it was bad the other night, but, man, that takes some guts. Whoever kind of jumped in there and asked Jerry that, I don't know how they – now, sometimes what they'll do is say, and I always love this, uh, Jerry, uh, there's some fans that want this. That That's, by the way, when you hear somebody ask a question like that, hey, have some guts. But I'm not saying they did that. I am kind of admire whoever brought that up because it's kind of early to be asking for a change <laughs> in play caller. <laughs> Now, I'll admit, you know, like with Baylor, I I understand why there are questions. And I'm very open with the fact that I'm a huge Jeff Grimes fan. But, man, some of those fourth down calls and what's going on, that that's a rough scene out there right now with that offense. I mean, they're, they're not getting anything done. They can't run the ball. Now, is that just they don't have the horses on the O-line? Um, I – I don't know. It certainly has to be playing a role right now. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm really, really hoping that Grimes figures it out because in 2021, if you ask Joey or a lot of the people associated with all that, Joey McGuire, they would tell you Grimes came in there and was enormous and played a huge role in what happened in 2021. So it's not like he just like, oh, Jeff forgot how to call plays. Oh, Jeff can't call plays. Last year, they're in OU, and they're just steamrolling them. And I know everybody did it to OU last year. But they steamrolled Texas Tech, too, in a bad season, in a season where it all came, you know, kind of crashing down. Now, they lost to TCU at the end of the game. Oh, by the way, an update. The Twins did get on the board. The Twins have made it six to one. They've cut the Houston's deficit to six, uh, lead to six to one, and now they're going to come up and hit in the bottom of the seventh. We're at the seventh inning stretch at Target Field in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Man, I like the look. I like the look of that uh, field, but it uh, looks like the Astros are going to take a two-one lead in this series now. Um. And, and I just, I, I mean, Aaron, I'm sure you're like me. I just want, I want Jeff Grimes and, and everybody else to get together during this. I keep seeing the Baylor when they present this, they're like, the Bears are idling this week, or they're idle, they're idle. They've been idling most of the season, all right? But I, I, I'm really hoping that they all get together and they figure something out because this isn't working, and you can't, like, you can't just not be competitive with Texas and Texas Tech. It's unacceptable. I mean, it really is. You can't. It's like, oh, just a bad season. What are we going to do? Just say, well, every every few seasons, this is like the pandemic. Just blame it on the – I mean, there's no pandemic right now. I mean, there's some people that have COVID, but there's no pandemic out there. You can't say, well, they're having another bad season. It's like the pandemic year. We don't count the pandemic year. Well, the heck we do. You count it just like you count the 12-2. and two. Now, do you count it the same – no, no, 
but it, it, it was a bad season. Other people, Aaron, did they play a national title that year? I think they did. Other teams went out and won some games that year, even in the Big 12, the mighty Big 12. Other teams went out and found a way to win. Bears did not. Now, they had the coaching change. Dave stepped in. That was a rough year. Dave was great in 2021, and no, it's not just because he had rules players. All right, they had a really good coaching staff. They had great leaders. They had Bernard. They had Petrie. Do they have the future Petries and Bernards on this roster? I'm not sure. Like, I love Caden Jenkins. I like DJ. Uh, Lemire's obviously a more veteran player than those guys, but I like a lot of these guys. I do. I like the young guy, Trey. I like, um, I mean, I like a lot of the players. I like Cooper Lands. They got some really good players on the defense, especially. Offense, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do not know how you – you've got to figure something out, but you got to, like, there's so much to look at. I keep coming back to certain plays that feel like a microcosm of the season. you got a ball on the ground. you got a football on the ground, and you got, like, your 6'8 lineman who doesn't fall on it, tries to reach down there like he's going to pick it up and run with it or something. Come on, guys. Come on. The game is hanging in the balance, and you got to hop down there on the football. So there's a lot going wrong with the team. Can they use this time to get it right? And by the way, Mac, Rhodes, nobody else out over there, even administration, even the people, uh, even President Livingstone, nobody over there wants to keep hearing, hey, we look good in practice. No one cares. No one cares. There's not a single person, Baylor fan, I mean, even the most, you know, green and gold, dyed in the wool, drink the Kool-Aid kind of Baylor fan. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, hey, man, these guys are great in practice. Doesn't matter. You're two and four. You're two and four, and you might not make it. You might not make a bowl game. All right? You got people's uh, – uh, you, got, you got it on the line, and you, and you had moments the other night – where Monterey Baldwin, who has emerged as one of the leaders on this team, said, we have people out here who are just, like, here for the ride. Oh, hey, give give Dave the authority. I'm sure he has it, but you better, if that's true, you better start running folks out of there in a hurry. I mean, you, you don't just... You don't just bring the portal in. You open the door and say, you're gone. If that's true, if Monterey's on to something and there are guys just kind of out there, you know, just kind of goofing around, just happy to be on campus. Hey, we got some good meals over here at the Nutrition Center, over here at the Bow Camp uh, Nutrition Center. They got three squares over here and some good chicken fried steak. No, 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 no. Move them out. Move them out if that's the case. And if – if uh, if that's the case on offense and there's somebody holding up Grimes and he can't do what he wants to do, let him do it. If he's going to have a chance to bail himself out, let him put the people he wants on the field. Make changes, new offensive linemen, young. I don't care if they're out there false start and making mistakes. I mean, I don't want to see that, but let them make some mistakes. But I would rather see some young people that are the future of this program then see some of the slop that I'm seeing out there right now. All right, uh, and you can weigh in on this, by the way, on the uh, text line. We've had some great textures here lately. we got people there. They've got a lot of good thoughts. That's 
60. The Astros are up 6-1 to one in the bottom of the 7th, and uh, Twins are at bat, but they got two outs and nobody on. Looks like the Astros will probably get this thing done, and whoever they've brought into this game is just baffling the Twins. Um, the uh, The starter, Christian, what's his name, Aaron? Christian, the starter for the Astros. Christian Javier pitched really, really well. Finally got in a little trouble, and now they've moved on. And uh, now, yeah, Lee, how many Abreus do they have? This is another, who's this on the mound here, Aaron? Does it say Abreu? Anyway, they've, they've, they've got another reliever out there right now. Yes, it is Abreu on the mound, uh, not the position player who hit a three-run homer earlier in this game, but another Abreu, and he will likely get the uh, – the twins where they need to go Aaron when did when did it get where everybody who comes into like every major league postseason game throws 99 or 100 don't you remember when it used to be like okay Mike Scott can do it um uh you know the guy who's the guy used to be with the uh with the uh the Cubs Lee oh what was Lee's last name I used to watch him when I was a kid there there, there used to be just a handful Nolan could do it uh, Dave Stewart could get up there close to 100. And now, I mean, just random, here's Abreu. He's in the game pitching with a 6-1 lead, and he's 98 or 99. I saw somebody late in the year, I'm trying to think, was it in that rate? One of these series, Aaron, and he was just up there just looking like he didn't. He was just shoving it up there with his right, with his right arm, and he was throwing 100 or 101. The velocity... And what they can do with arms right now, and probably because it's they're specialized and they don't have to throw a lot, they're throwing at incredible speeds. Now, Avaldi uh, getting ready to go tonight. Mitch Garver in the three-hole. How do we feel about all of this? Uh, I mean, this is very exciting. Games will be on Fox. Uh, we'll watch this tonight and and uh, address all of it tomorrow. I think Avaldi uh, uh, has a chance to cement himself. I think people fell in love with how great a leader he was when Degrom went down, and, and he he emerged as the man on this team. Not only just at, in the in the of the pitchers, but also just in the clubhouse. Like Avaldi kind of became the man, and and um, and I think this is going to be this is going to be really fun to uh, to watch how this plays out. Um, and uh, I I just I, tonight I think and they've got uh, the Baltimore in desperation down 2-0. Again, they're going to feel completely different, and the Rangers will feel a little bit of pressure if the Orioles win this game. Rangers have blown a 2-0 lead in the ALDS before. It happened in 2015. It happened against the Toronto Blue Jays. Hate to bring up bad stuff, but, you know, we gotta, we got we to gotta keep this thing real. Um, Dean Kramer on the mound for the O's. Cutter, um, you know, four-seam fastball guy. Uh, Rangers are susceptible to the high fastball, have trouble laying off of it. Uh, Rangers have been doing a better job in this postseason 
And I think it was, you know, that hitting coach really worked with him on putting, uh, hitting down on the ball, and they just been putting the ball in play. Now, one of those games, that 3-2 win they had, I swear they struck out 16 times. I mean, they're still susceptible to the strikeout. But if you mix in a Josh Young home run, if you can put three up and you get great pitching, you're okay. Um, Cody Bradford from Baylor, let's see. I mean, he was great in that game Sunday. He goes three and a third, or three and two-thirds. I wouldn't think he would be ready. The good news is if they need to go to the bullpen early, you've got Heaney rested. You've got Martin Perez rested. Boers right now has kind of reemerged as as a as a helper for you in 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 helping get these games to Leclerc at the end. Do I feel great about Leclerc? No. Did he give up three on Homer the other day? He absolutely did. Um, do I feel great about Araldus? I don't. But he's out there and he does have blow you away stuff. So, Aaron, I I feel about the bullpen that there's at least. A, a pretty high uh, – there's at least a good number of, like, really interesting, even Will Smith, guys that have had good moments this year. Are they great? No. But the thing about the postseason is it's kind of nice to have those starters hanging out, right? Heaney's had success in that bullpen game. Uh, Martin's hanging out. They have people that could come in and eat innings if Valdi – happens to get in trouble early. If Evaldi can get you through two innings tonight, um, that first two innings and, and, and only throws like, let's say, I don't know, 20, 25 pitches, I like, you're going to feel really good about his chances. If you're going to get to Evaldi, you've got to get to him in a hurry. Last seven games, this pitcher for the Orioles is 2-0, and uh, with a 260 ERA. He's been really good. Been very, very good as of late. Last 15 games, 5 and 1 with a 309 ERA. All right. So his overall numbers at 412 don't blow you away, but I would say over his last 15 games, he's been good. Now, if you go to his last 30 games, 13 and 5, 383 ERA. Um, I'm just looking at all his walk rate, everything. His walk rate is below league average. So it's not like, I mean, I think he is going to be pounding the strike zone. Still, in this big environment with this huge crowd, make him work. Make him work. Does, you know, don't be up there helping him. And that's the good thing about this lineup right now is Evan Carter and others know how to work a pitcher over. I still can't get over it, Aaron, that Evan Carter is sitting in the middle of this lineup. I mean, he's hitting fifth. I mean, think about that. You've got Josh Young. You've got others. You've got Lowe. You've got power-hitting guys that have been moved down in this lineup because this guy's so dang good. Like, Heim is awesome. And, uh, by the way, the uh, the Astros <laughs> – I don't know how that ball stayed in the ballpark. It did. That's the longest, Aaron. I hope you're watching this. That's the longest single, longest single. you'll ever see. <laughs> yes. Golly. Um, Even that, Dusty Baker looks shocked. 
I think they're going to have to look at that and make sure it didn't get out. But the Astros, um, who was that, Aaron, up at the plate? Because um, Abreu had the three-run homer early. That ball somehow looks like it may have stayed in the park. Maldonado? And it may be. He was so, the, the hitter was so shocked it stayed in the park, he had been trotting and not running, and so he only made it to first base. <laughs> it, I mean, it looked like all the world like it got out of there, but they're not going to review this. In fact, Dusty Baker's just kind of sitting there, and he's just kind of marveling at it. The ball stayed, in, and he only ends up with a single. Very, very funny. Okay, um, we uh, continue on. We got to say good night to you in the dismount. We'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily, and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the buckle, the place for bears to be. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is time for the Dismount. We've had a little bit of everything today. Great guest. Uh... I think we've had some strong commentary, opinions, stories from Aaron on the NFL and college. So we've kind of hit it all and uh, cannot wait for the baseball tonight. One of the great affiliates uh, in the state of Texas in the southwest is uh, Waco Temple Belton. We love our Rangers. Uh, Let's gather tonight and we'll watch the Rangers on Fox. And uh, first pitch will be at 7.07, and right now the uh, Astros are trying to finish off the uh, Twins, uh, at least in this game. The Twins are still alive in the series. Astros trying to take a 2-1 lead. They have, uh, they're up uh, 6-1 as uh, they hit now, about to start the bottom of the eighth inning. And uh, Rangers will, uh, they'll kind of start barking out who the uh, uh, opening lineup at about 6.46 tonight. 650 for the national anthem and then first pitch at 707 and uh, what a what a night this is gonna be and we'll see if the Orioles uh, down to the last ditch do they have it in them to claw back into this series and uh, boy the poor the poor twins cannot catch a break even when they hit it on the nose all right Aaron great work by you today been a fun day. Go home, enjoy the Rangers. We will see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in Stillwater, Oklahoma. The Cowboys coming off a big win over Kansas State. 